0: What are some of your favourite courtroom dramas or movies?
1: A Few Good Men. Really? <laughs> that, no, I don't know. Um, well, I love oh, Boston. That is one of my favourites. Yeah, get, well, You can the truth. Yeah. That, that shit. Yeah. That's why I stole it from you, because you just mentioned it before I pressed record. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I used to love I used to love Boston Legal, though, when that was on. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. William Shatner's character was hilarious. I might be ageing myself, but I used to watch LA Law back in the I day. When don't I don't even remember that. You don't remember that <laughs> no. one? No. Um... What's another one? Oh, The Good Wife. <laughs> that was another one. That, was it? I never saw yeah. that either. Right. I'm, now, I'm blanking now on, on court case. Courtroom dramas. There's a
0: fucking shitload of There's them. There's so many um, of them.
1: I can't believe I forgot uh, Law and Order. That's another one. Oh, oh yeah. On Didn't really watch that. Okay. I think I maybe watched a bit of The Practice briefly. The Practice? But, oh, yeah. I thought yeah. that was
0: pretty good. What about um, the, the big fancy one this year, um, The Night
1: You Never heard of it. On HBO. Right. Yeah, I think it was HBO. Yeah. It was brilliant. Yeah. Have you seen the movie Bridge of Spies? No, Tom, it's a Tom Hanks movie from last year. That's why I haven't seen it. Don't you like Tom Hanks? No, <laughs> it's not that at all. I, I don't mind Tom Hanks. Yeah, he's good. Yeah, okay. Yeah, it's, it starts off being a courtroom drama when they've um identified a Russian spy back in the day and in, in the in the middle of the Cold War. Right. And um Tom Hanks is hired to represent him uh-huh. and is then treated terribly by the American public and and the media because he's representing a spy, right, a potential job, spy. But that's yeah. his job, yeah. Right. And he's arguing that, you know, everyone deserves the right to defend themselves. Which, of course, they do. They do. Yeah. But, you know, he was up against, you know, yeah. the public opinion. Yeah. And he was, I mean, it was, it was of course, long before um, uh, social media and that sort of thing, and yet he was sort of annihilated yeah. back then. It's a true story. That's, yeah. that's a real fear of mine, eh, is to get... Um, to be f- thought of as being guilty for something
0: without anyone having heard your case yeah. or, or, you know... Yeah. That,
1: that someone one day could accuse you of something. You, you're absolutely innocent, but the yeah. the opinions go against you. Which is why, I guess, that name
0: suppression thing is is in place in a lot of court cases. And people talk about that all the time in New Zealand. Well, why does this sports star or that, that entertainer or, you know, well-known person get name suppression? Yeah. Because it's kind of like I would have thought because, you know, even being brought before court for something is people will tar you as that person before you're even found guilty or not yeah it's it's happened loads of times already isn't it that sort of thing so you may or may not have guessed those who are listening we we don't script these um, things at all um, (laughs) if we did there'd be a fucking terrible script but you do have um, some notes there that we were going to talk about because we weren't intending to talk about
1: um, courtroom dramas no well, I don't really have notes. I oh, don't? I mean, the note that I'm actually holding is is um, about our sponsor. Okay. So maybe I should just mention that and get and get that done. Yeah. Um, our, our sponsor is Ultimate Ears. These mm. are the um, in-air monitors. And um, these are custom-molded to your ears. They offer a range of options for the varying needs of different musicians. Their local supplier, Acoustics Hearing Technologies, have a live listening station for the custom Ultimate Ears so that artists can hear the difference between a dual, triple, quad, or six-driver set. Mm-hmm. That was a long sentence. It was. Let me just take a breath. Acoustics is the only place in New Zealand that offers the live listening station for hearing custom in-ears first before purchasing them. And a proactive and high level of service available around these products. I can vouch for that. Actually, Thomas Mueller came to a show I did last week um, to try and research a little bit further and he actually tapped into my wireless send right. and listened to my in-ears. Oh, so okay. I spent the whole gig aware of the fact that Thomas was in my head. <laughs> and he owns Acoustics Hearing. And, and he's the guy, yeah. Right. yeah. And, and it, how did he find it? What, what? Uh, it was funny because he, 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 afterwards he goes, wow, this product is really good. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I know, you sell it. And, um, but he goes, I haven't, I haven't had as many opportunities as you'd think to actually... You know, experience Hear, it live uh, with a live band. Right, yeah. So he tapped into my frequency, and he was hearing what I was hearing. Yeah. Um, and you know, it was it was a really interesting experiment. So it was cool. Right. Yeah. So he's a really proactive guy. Um, he's he's always there to help, and and um, you know, great service. I mean, you get great product and great service, which I think is so so valuable. So, what's the verdict
0: on uh, <laughs> on uh, acoustics hearings?
1: well they're brilliant i mean i i I think they're great. they protect my hearing and they give me a consistent quality of sound you mm-hmm. know i mean let's face it, venues around the country are pretty shithouse a lot right. of the time you know and um especially for singers um i don't I mean i'm sure you've got a different point of view from the drum kit, mm. but um Every room makes your voice sound different. Every different type of monitor and different engineer makes your voice sound different. And it can be really disorientating. Mm. Um, So if you've got in-air monitors, you've just got a different type of consistency that can really be um, a game changer. Right. Their website is uh, www.acoustics.co.nz, which is A-C-O-U-S-T-I-X.co.nz. And uh, I strongly advise you go and check it out.
0: Awesome. Yeah. And so um, part of the, the, well, the only reason really we were talking about the courtroom stuff before this is because mm. today
1: we're going to talk to Dave Baxter from Avalanche City. Right. And Which we didn't plan on doing no, until this, this week. Is, In fact, yeah. this, uh, this episode will come out instead of the one we planned to release, which yeah. was part one of our Christmas special, yes, <laughs> which we're now right. going to delay a little bit.
0: So what um, do you want to talk about the Christmas special? We've got, um, yeah, we were okay. going to release um, one a week,
1: a week apart, weren't we? One, yeah. Two, two parts uh, Christmas special. We we're going to, but this story was too interesting. So we yes. thought we'd change everything around, but the Christmas special is a two part episode. Um, we know we're now just going to put them up at the same time. Fuck it. Yeah. You know, people will get to them eventually. Yeah. Um, and uh, we've got, I have about five, I think five different guests, mm-hmm. um, and a whole lot of extra stuff on there as well. Yeah, so these um, are five new interviews, but with p- one of the people we've spoken to, well, oh, two, uh, of, the two of them, yeah, who've spoken yeah. To before. should we mention the guests? Might as well. All um, yep. right, so we we speak to Matt Bizzle, who's a saxophonist who's transitioning from, I guess, up and coming into full-time professional yep. you know, career as a musician, so that's an interesting conversation. Another saxophonist, yeah. Yeah, yeah, our we I, we figured out it was our fourth, didn't we? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and then we we talked to Nick, Port- Nick Portman again. Yep, he's a yep. friend of ours. Yeah, so he was on an earlier episode somewhere. Yeah, around. Way back at the start, eh? Oh, maybe somewhere in the middle. I don't know. Right. Can't yep. remember. Um, but yeah, so he's come back, and we've had another different conversation with him and I know that Gavin is definitely one of our earlier very early that's right um, episode podcasts. 3, 4 or 5 or something, like, yeah, that. something yeah. like that we have an amazing conversation with Gavin Downey yep. Um. I, I've listened to it a couple of times already and it's just such a good conversation yep. um, yeah. and, and then, reminder that these are all for next week yes. uh, we're releasing two episodes <laughs> next week this isn't this episode no uh, yeah and you also um spoke to Opataya, yes, opataya Phi, um yep. so he is one of the composers for the new Moana disney film, right yep. and, and also of course um from Tavaka, yeah, 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 and then um we also speak to local legend um, i i don 't know if he is, i 'm just calling him that <laughs> um, Eddie Gager, <laughs> right, yep. I, I assume that once i 've said he 's a local legend, he will be he will be now, yeah yeah, yeah after yeah. this, yeah, so
0: those are that's next week 's episodes, double whammy, um, yep. two episodes released in one go, yeah, and the reason that is happening is because. Uh, a new story in the music industry local industry broke this week, yep, uh, and do you want to go into a little bit
1: about that well, i mean i you know i don 't know if I know much more than anybody else at least before this conversation i mean um, i don 't know had you heard about this happening before this week? No,
0: no, I had no inkling that it was going on no same,
1: no. and yep. yet we found out it 's been happening it 's been going on for a few years, so we literally found out about
0: the the verdict of a court case that came. Probably I think a landmark case i, I don 't yes. think i 've ever heard of this happening ever before same in new zealand it's, it's groundbreaking zealand. I think yep yeah, uh, and this ca- the verdict was handed down only two days ago, yep, we contacted Dave Baxter last night yesterday mm. and asked him if he wanted to be involved, and he said yes, and he happened to be in Auckland,
1: yep. today, and then he came in and talked to us which we 're very grateful for he um we we actually happened to know that he turned a few other things down and Decided mm. to say yes to us, so thanks to yeah, Dave, thanks for that. Dave. Yeah, thanks, Dave. Yeah,
0: because it's a fascinating subject.
1: Should, so, should we set up what the the um, story actually is before we cut to the interview?
0: Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. Um, Dave, um, way back in, before he became the, the one, the love, 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 love song came out and sort of broke open his career a little bit. Mm. He was looking for management, and he went with um, a manager by the name of Matt Coleman. Did he sign with Matt Coleman before love, love, love? Um I I think before the song was released to TVNZ, yes, right, I well, see. on that big, you know, TV2 sure. campaign. On the, but the uh, album yeah. was released before before then. Yeah. And um and many people will know Matt Common um or his company let the people speak.
1: Yep. Um for a, a while he, there he they seem to be managing a quite a big number of, you yeah, know, cool. big Lost names and, Yeah, big, yeah,
0: yeah. And we probably at this point should say that a lot of what's probably going to be said in the conversation is just that it's just a conversation yep. that we're having um in no means in no way do we do we mean to defame or libel anyone mm. um this is all our opinions yep um some of them are stated facts from the court case mm. uh, other other ones are obviously um Dave's opinions
1: so we we wanted to make that clear that it's just opinions Yeah. Uh, on things, um, and what we're offering here is is a comfortable conversation. It's not scripted. It's there's no agenda. There's there's yeah. you know there's nothing um, pulling any strings here. So people, we we tell our guests that they're free to say whatever they like, mm-hmm. um, and we give them that freedom. So, yeah, and
0: yeah. there are certainly definitely things that came out in the judgment down from the yeah. from the court from the judge um, that we speak about that yeah. we talk about mm-hmm. um, because it's a very serious um, situation and really
1: important for our industry for the music industry definitely. Unfortunately it's not the first time it's happened as well But uh, as far as I know It's the first time an artist is directly Taking a manager to court And you know one on this level
0: yeah I think it may be the first time that I've heard of that it's ever happened actually gone to court in New Zealand obviously yes you hear you hear a lot of about settlements outside of courts or arrangements coming to right to make things go away uncomfortable situations that could go before courts Mm. but for my understanding this is the first time it's gone through that process yeah and as you will discover probably a pretty stressful couple of years for for Dave and his wife and and the Avalanche City crew right Uh, but to a, a favorable
1: outcome yeah for him And for all of us, really. Yeah. All right. Well, should we go and. Let's have a listen to it. Have a listen to it. I'm so into this. This is awesome. (laughs) Enjoy.
0: Now let's do this. When did you start doing music for a, for a living or when did you think you wanted to do it for a living? Um, I've always done music
2: um, ever since leaving high school. So I um, left high school early and studied music. Yep. And then from there went to work um, at a recording studio called Cog. Oh yeah. Um, right. And I uh, and worked there for a few years and then uh, left and taught guitar and recorded bands. And um and didn't really earn much money, but it was fun. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> and then I and then that's I, I wrote um the first album for Avalanche City in between guitar students and, yep. and um recording bands and stuff like that. So that's how that all began. So Whoa. did you
1: did you actually have jobs and stuff out of school or did you just sort of immediately make money from teaching and playing and stuff? And um record, how do you recording? mean by that?
2: Oh no, like I've I've actually never really had like a proper full time job. Right. Um yeah. so it's always just been music. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I try, I've tried to, I've tried to have a full-time job before.
1: It didn't really un- work un- out. Unemployable. Yeah, eh? yeah, no, yeah, no one would employ me. <laughs> <laughs> um, but Sounds but that, like that, a lot of us are there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, <laughs> yeah but right. that
0: doesn't speak to your character or your abilities. It's just your your frame of reference was, oh, this is what I want to do. This is what I can do. It's what I'm good at. Yeah, so yeah, that's right. Yeah. I don't want to be... Um... That's a nice way of putting it. I'll take that. Thanks. <laughs> yeah. I do Bobby, Bobby's a behind, diplomat. Yeah. Sit behind a fucking desk all day, you know, <laughs> yeah. that kind of thing. Um, and so from that point, so... You recorded the first Avalanche City album and then it kind of got released out there and did its thing. Was it released Mm. on COG or did you? Uh,
2: No, I only, I was just like as an engineer at COG. Um, So COG wasn't really, when I worked there, it wasn't really operating as a label. Oh, right. Um, It was just a studio. Um, Uh. uh, But no, I just released it myself online for free. Um, Right. And that's how that all kind of snowballed from there.
0: And then the big song came off it and then it, you re-released the album, didn't you?
2: Yeah. Actually, the funny thing is, is we released the album three times. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> really? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Ah. So, so first time for free. Yeah. And then second time uh, was, was with the physical copy. So um, we had loads of people asking to buy a physical copy, which I was, at that time I was like, I don't care yeah. about physical copies. I'd just rather like have it online. But enough people wanted it that we decided to make a physical version. But right. then shops wouldn't stock it because it was online for free. So we had to <laughs> oh, take the online down shit. and then do a big release for the shop. And then and I then signed to Warner and then we pulled the everything from the shops <laughs> and then did a third release. <laughs> <That> <laughs> <right>. So convoluted.
1: <laughs> I kind of got the impression that you were almost taken aback by, by the success that came with the, the record. Yeah. The interesting thing about that is um is that
2: we had pitched Love, Love, Love to radio for, for a few months. Yeah. And it hadn't taken off. Right. Um, which is really funny because um, when I, I actually got a a grant from New Zealand on air for Love Love Love, mm-hmm. um, but I submitted it for didn't realise you weren't allowed to do this, but I submitted it for a video grant and a new recording grant. Which um, oh, new okay. recording is you get money to record it and do video? Yeah. Oh. Um, oh, I see. Right. And they they for the new recording they take it to the edge and and um and or someone at radio and they say. Um, will you play this? Mm. And the guy from the Edge was like, Nah, it's not gonna take off on radio, so nah. <laughs> and then um and then and then the they gave me the video grant instead. Right. But then the guy from the edge ended up being right. They didn't they didn't play <laughs> it. It didn't take off on radio
1: until T V two picked it up yes, and that's right. when it all changed. It's like sure. those guys at radio just try to be wrong, isn't it? Like- <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Ooh, oh, sick burn.
2: But there are a lot of stories though of like, you know, people getting like Turned down. By oh, it, happened the yeah. Beatles, it happened to
0: the Beatles? That happened. Exactly. Elvis. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was yeah. like,
1: "Why do they even bother answering the question?" I'd just <laughs> yeah, feel like yeah. an idiot if I worked there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it's like yeah. you, you've got to you pretend that you know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, man, exactly. You keep yeah. Those yeah. jobs, yeah. Man. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah, exactly. You talk shit all day. Mm. <laughs> um, and so when TV, I'm sure that it was, I was hearing about it long before the TV two, really, um, thing. Yeah, I'm sure there was it was around before then because I remember. It, it, it may be because we'd seen you around the traps playing gigs and, and, yep. and been around, but mm. um, th- hearing it on the TVA going, oh, cool, they must have got a great sync deal for that, that song. So yep. I already knew of it. But then from was there wasn't a re-release after that of the album, after the TV2 thing?
1: Um, that was just... It was around it was the same, same time that the
2: TV2 thing happened and that we oh. re-released the album, yeah. Okay. So
1: when did you first know that something was happening with the album? Um, it was... And, and what was the thing that...
2: You know, oh, made um, it clear. I guess it was. It was probably on the first day that I released it, um, oh. because I released it um, on like a Monday mm-hmm. at, at three o'clock, and then um, and then that night um, it had it had been like a thousand or two thousand downloads or something like that. Shit. And um and funny thing is, is I released it at three, and then um, I was talking to a friend of mine on the phone at about five or six or something like that, and I got a missed call. Like someone was trying to call me, and I was like, oh, "I'll call them back." Called them back later, and they were like, "Hello, Universal Music." Uh, like someone speaking. I was like, "Oh,
1: oh shit!" So, what do you put that down to then?
2: I don't know. I guess that I mean people now are like jumping on things really early. So as soon as right. something makes a splash on SoundCloud or YouTube or
1: something like that, the labels will be like. So the the, on the there. momentum it gained in those few hours is sort of a mystery. It just
2: yeah, I have no idea. I guess that there was a there was a lot of groundswell around
0: the release. Right. I guess. Mm-hmm. But I'm not sure why. I have no idea. That's funny, eh? Yeah. <laughs> so you you wrote, recorded, and played on the album the, the, the album yourself. Yeah. It was a, a in a bedroom kind of studio or at Cog or whatever you got your. No, not at Cog. I wasn't working
2: there at that point. No. Um, I hired out a little hall, community hall up north, um, oh, okay. and spent a week there just kind of recording the stuff, and then and then yeah. spent the next few months mixing it and tracking oh, the book. No, yeah. a real labor of love. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. I'm assuming
0: yeah. you're self managed at this point now no no i oh, know when you made the oh, first release the album. Yeah, yeah 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 whatever yeah. that means though because yeah, um right. you know as an artist who may be new to the industry and, and clearly the way that things happen in that convoluted thing we call the music industry mm. and even back then it was a real tu- uh, 2011 or 10 10 yeah it was in turmoil still 10. and it kind of still is but mm. how do you find your way through all of that shit to yep. know what you're supposed to do you know as Someone who might not have a lot of experience in it, eh? Yeah, well, I guess
2: that that's that's the interesting thing is every. I feel like every two years you need to constant like rethink the music industry and how mm. things are gonna um, be released and how how people consume music. Yeah. You know? right. So now, like, the, the crazy thing is, is, is back in two thousand and ten, releasing an album online for free was radical. Right. Like, yeah. People were people were like, "Are you sure you want to do this? Mm. Like, you're gonna make no money back. Like, it's gonna be you know." Like it's a waste of, of, of time kind of doing it yeah. and that kind of thing. Um, but now all music is free. What's the thought process <laughs>
0: behind doing that that way by releasing it for free?
2: Um, so at that time I was earning nothing off, off music and it was just like a um, like total labour of love. Mm. Um, and the thought process was um, if I can make this spread as fast and as far as possible... Then there'll be way more benefits than, right. than than selling to the forty people that will come to my shows. So right. you're thinking more
1: big picture and long term. Yeah, totally. Yep. Yeah, so yeah, there was yeah, a strategy yeah. behind it. it, wasn't? Yeah, yeah there like, was a strategy. Fuck it, I'm just going to put it out there.
2: No, no, yeah. there was a strategy, and I um, I did like I did this thing where I um, so I released it on Friday. Uh, sorry, on Monday, but on Friday I gave it to a whole bunch of um people who were like, you know. Like very social people, like like people who love to, to ah. talk about the new cool thing, gave it all to, to all these people the and tastemakers. Yeah, yeah, tastemakers and <laughs> people who who had helped the record and stuff like that. And I and I was like,
1: where are these people? How do you find these people?
2: Oh, they're and just friends. Are, can they're, you give me their numbers? <laughs> 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 and so throughout the weekend, they'd go to like parties and and like their like friends' houses and stuff like that, and they'd talk about this new album that only they'd been given. <laughs> wow!
1: And then on and then on Monday, it came out for everyone else. What a cool idea. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you everyone's going to hear that and try and do that you know replicate but, but you know you do that in
2: 2010
1: like yeah, now exactly. it's, a, it's, a, it's a whole new landscape but you yeah, make a good point with having to rethink it every couple of years hey? because yeah. I mean the industry was kind of the same for about 40 years or something that's right and now it is really changing it's almost every year different. every album you release that's right, different landscapes yeah so what's yeah.
0: it like now what are you having to face the difficulties well I mean we're going to get to the other thing that that's basically really why we want to talk about what we hear but what, what's the new album um, like? The landscape for this new album? Um, oh, for my current album. Uh, so I released it
2: last year, and um, I don't know. I guess it's a, a lot of stuff is, is is online. So like, I mean, I guess that back then it was online as well. But um, it's more everything is free, um, and you have to stand out in some other way. You can't you can't like gimmick it. So the music has to be really good, but also the way people are consuming music is is quite different now. It's all online content, yeah. So right. it's not necessarily do you have a slick music video, right? It's do you have interesting online content, yeah, right? Um, and they can engage with, yeah, that's yeah. right, yeah. Like and it's all stuff. it's all about like you know now it's all about live streaming and yeah. and all that kind of stuff. Mm. Um. So yeah, it's it's definitely. I still haven't figured out exactly how I release my next album. But
0: what yet. about vinyl, man? It's coming back. That's so it, I yeah. Say. Vinyl is coming, yeah. yeah. That's true. Yeah.
2: yeah.
1: Um, you haven't put your record yeah. on vinyl?
0: Yeah, it's on vinyl. Oh, yeah. cool. Yeah, so you can get it on vinyl. Because yeah. we were just talking about the, what was the name of the song? Inside Out? The new. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Killer song. Beautiful. Man. Oh, yeah. 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 Amazing. Awesome.
1: Awesome. awesome. The bit, it seems a bit darker. Yeah, it is. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I wondered if that actually, you know, some of the stuff that. Has happened this week has sort of been going on for a while and may have informed some of the newer music.
2: Yeah, it's it's actually interesting because like I um I mean I've got a couple of like really like breakup kind of heavy songs or like um definitely heavier um content mm. like you know um lyrical content wise in yep. this last album and people were like what's going on man <laughs> and I'm like I don't know like I'm fine like <laughs> like me and my wife we're like totally fine like yeah <laughs> I was like i have no idea and then (laughs) and then like not that long ago my wife um was like maybe this is why you've got so many like crazy heavy like like breakup kind of songs and i was like
0: yeah maybe she was looking for some reassurance that things (laughs) probably yeah yeah yeah
2: (laughs) but i but yeah because i don't really think too much about like what i what i want to write about i just kind of sit down and like whatever comes out comes out so it's not like a i'm not like I need to write a breakup song. Yeah, yeah. You know, like, I need
1: to write a happy song. It's just whatever mood I'm in on the day, so... Do, have you yeah. noticed a difference in your writing, I mean, in the in the um, frequency of your writing with this whole thing? Has it made you sort of, you know, uh, like an outpouring? Well, I mean, I've, I know that some artists um, who have gone through similar things have stopped writing for a while because it's like it's too much and they've had to process it before yep. it, comes, it comes out, you know?
2: Yeah, I um I've definitely got some pretty like heavy songs from it. Um yep. and there was one song that I that I wrote that I was like, I need to release this right away. But then um but then I obviously didn't and um I'm i st- I'm still sitting on it wondering if I should if I should put it in the next album. Yeah. Or well, not. It's pretty heavy. Do it. Um, <laughs> yeah. I reckon do it. <laughs> yeah, but sometimes I'm like, I haven't heard it, but yeah. you know, just yeah. do it. Well, I feel like we've been talking <laughs> around the subject. We've
0: been talking around
1: it too long. and okay. I mean, everyone probably by now knows because the story broke a couple well, of days ago. Yeah, but the thing that, that also I was going to point out was that you, you, you clearly are switched on about your approach into this and you've got a good plan, you know, you, you're thinking objectively and, and everything. And, and um, it's, so how do, how do you end up in this deal, in this situation where someone's basically taking you for a ride. Yeah. So we actually, we actually, um, picked up on things really early on. Right. Um, and my wife,
2: Sharana, is, is like a, is like gun. She's, she's really, really smart Mm -hmm. and, um, and good at numbers and stuff like that. So she, so she would pick up on things really quickly. Yeah. Um, and we would send them through and they would be, um, they'd, you know, make corrections in their accounting and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Um, but what you can't account for is, is when they actually don't, tell you how much something's worth so so we'll do a gig and he'd he'd tell us it's worth half as much as it actually mm, was yeah and there's no way no way really around that except for um except for going to the people who who do the who, who are booking you for the gig yeah and asking mm-hmm. them how much but then that's at the time we were sort of we were sort of wondering but we weren't ready for that that level of of like you know um blatantly saying we don't trust you yeah Mm. um because it's a huge thing because a manager is someone that you're supposed to trust definitely um, yeah and to do that is is like you know a huge display that that you don't trust them and yeah and um and it wasn't something that we were kind of like felt comfortable doing at the time sure and um and so yeah that that's basically how how it
1: kind of escalated and how um, how how early into working with them did you start to question things. Are you talking Um, like a a few months or? Uh, yeah, I guess, I guess we really
2: started to pick up on things like probably maybe nine months to a year. Okay. Um, but then, you know, stuff like that's when, that's, that's sort of when we started earning the money. Right. um, And when things started becoming obvious, but we would give them the benefit of the doubt because you just do, you know, like Mm -hmm. you, you're just like, okay, things are crazy at the moment. Um, Gigs coming in, money's coming in. um, They've got a lot of artists that they're handling as well and they're doing all the accounts internally. And so um, at at the time it was really annoying that we'd have to sift through everything with a fine tooth comb to Mm. pick everything out. Um, But we did, we gave them the benefit of the doubt because they would always be like, we've got your best interests at heart. Um, We would never do like anything dodgy to you, like that kind of thing. And when someone says that, you're like, Okay. Yeah. Okay, that's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so, and so, for a really long time, we gave them the benefit of the doubt, and even even when we were like, this is probably dishonest, but you know, we're mm. not quite ready to
0: to to do the whole. Like, we didn't have hard proof. Because I, oh, I dig a little bit deeper into that um, artist manager relationship, because it is like having a member of your family kind of you know stomp on your head when something like this happens. Right. Mm. Because as an artist. You know, you're, you're great at making the music. You're a creative person. And traditionally, and I think this might be a cliche, but in my experience, artists are not that great at the business side of things and we need someone to take care of it. We yeah. need them. And there's, that's a massive responsibility to hand over to someone. Um, and so you need to know that you trust that person and that they're a big part of your overall, um, what, you know, what it is that you do, your brand, your organisation or whatever. Yeah. Mm. And so you do feel like, oh man... I don't. The other side of me, if I don't believe what you're saying, that's too ugly to look at. Yeah. You know? I don't. I just want to put that aside mm. and just, you know, especially if you're a really positive person and you don't want to, you know, uh, rock the boat or make yeah, any waves, true. but you've got this fucking thing hanging over your shoulder going, this does not feel right.
1: And you don't know? you find there's also yeah, exactly. a dynamic of of you, you, we're sort of told as musicians quite a lot um, that this is just the way it works, you know, that this is just the it's always worked that way. Yeah. Don't don't question it. We're talking a second ago about how the industry keeps changing. Mm. And yet we kept getting told the same shit.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And, and like we, we were, we were so green and in, in the industry, like I'd, I'd right. never had a manager before. Um, My friends bands had never had managers before. Yeah. And so when he said most managers look after their artists, mm. like money, it kind of comes into our account and then we send it through and then we pay expenses from that. Mm. Um, I was like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> cause, cause in my head I'm like, okay, I don't have to do the accounts. I don't have to like look after the money. That sounds like something that, that I'd rather just pass off to someone else.
0: Yeah. And you didn't have to set yourself up as a company or. Well,
2: we did. Yeah. We did in the you end. Did. Um, mm. Yeah. We totally had to, but, um, but you know, if someone handles, if someone says, Hey, we'll book a gig, we'll pay the session musicians for you. We'll handle everything. And, and then you get your, your payout at the end of that. Yeah. Um, you're like, you're like that's a lot of that's a lot of trust
1: to give someone but
2: okay i trust
1: this person because- and for 20 percent yeah yeah, probably good, <laughs> yeah you know? that's right yeah. and, and you have probably it- never really heard anyone else talk about their experiences very much their no. negative experiences We're, we talk quite a bit about how um artists are constantly having to present themselves in a positive light because mm. they're doing like very short pr spins and stuff yeah. and they're not really getting into the the dirty you know undertones yeah. uh, undercurrent you know um so when when uh, especially up and comings when do they hear about this shit uh, how do you mean? Like, I mean, that. what I mean is they don't hear about it. Yeah, that, that's right. Because <laughs> yeah, 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 no yeah. one's talking about yeah, it. So, exactly, so how yeah. are any of us to know before we end up in these situations? Yeah, exactly. Really? Yeah, yeah and, totally. and like
0: we we've said it before, how brave it is for you to come forward. But mm. really necessary, I think, for someone to sit there and, you know, anyone who listens to this podcast who's thinking of maybe getting a career in music or any kind of entertainment, really, where they need mm. a manager to take care of the business side of things, mm. um, for them to go, oh, okay, you've got to watch out for these things. You've got to watch out for the pitfalls. Yeah. I feel a little bit like... Either we're really too polite in this country, or a little bit too PC, or we don't like to rock the boat too much. Yeah. In case you are told, I think you're right. Just it's a mix yep. of all. Calm all down bit. a little bit there. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I mean, now there's there's the there's the MMF, um, the Music Managers Forum, which have. Um, members and um and those people have to stick to a, a guideline and conduct yeah so so that is actually really good right so how long like, has that been in place um it's <clears throat> been in place for a few years i think okay um and and a lot of the things decisions that they've kind of done have been because of matt right um is that right yeah yeah that's right yeah
0: <laughs> the, so the music managers forum he was a member of that he
2: was, yeah. Right. And, and he's been stripped
0: they, of membership and his awards. He 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 um hasn't been a member for a while
2: since they've oh. since they've um they've changed like the rules and made it so that managers can't hold their artists' money in their own bank accounts. Mm.
0: Um Okay. Yeah, so, so this he, is this is is this before they knew about the court case or? Just, just getting um, anecdotal reports from other musicians or bands yeah, so so this i mean this court case has been going
2: on for a really really long time and and um and it's kind of been simmering away in the music industry as well so a lot of people have known about this for quite a while right and there's, right. they've they've also known that matt has been dodgy for for quite a while yeah but the thing is allegedly it's actually not now but it yeah. was allegedly <laughs> so they so um they were like, this guy is probably dodgy, but we can't actually do anything because no one's got actual proof. Yeah. Right. And so you can't, yeah, you can't really um, do anything to someone without actual hard evidence. So. Yeah. But
1: getting back to Bobby's point about, uh, you know, it's not a comfortable process to stand up for yourself. Oh, you? yeah. Like, how did you find that grit? I mean, did you just get to the point where it pissed you off too much and, you, uh, you know, across the line? Or like- well, we, I mean, we didn't, we didn't really go into this... Um,
2: as a as a like taking the moral high ground kind of right. thing, we were we actually um, what had happened is when I parted ways with Matt, mm-hmm. I'd done a summer's worth of gigs, and um and and I was like, cool, this is over. Can I have my can I have my money from the summer's worth of gigs? And he was like, no, you actually owe me money. <laughs> and um oh, fuck that. And so the 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 irony is is that he owed me about fifty grand from that from from those gigs and then um and if he had just paid it i never we never would have investigated him right but because Mm -hmm. he held on to it um we were like this is this is so crap we Mm -hmm. he actually owes us money we know it Mm -hmm. and so we audited him right and the audits um we couldn't they wouldn't um open up their books for us to see um and so we had to go back to source documentation. That's so in
1: the contract, though. It's in a standard record con- or management contract, isn't it? That, it is. That you is. should be allowed to look at. It the
2: book. is. I didn't sign a contract with Matt. Uh, you had a, right. an oral agreement. An oral agreement. Right. Yeah. Okay. And so, um, and so, um, we our accountant would go back. So we we started calling up every person who had booked us for gigs. Yeah. And every person who had kind of done any kind of business dealings with us, and we went back to original source documentation. And and over the course of a year. The number just kept on growing and growing until wow. it was three hundred thousand.
1: And what was his well, story? Was it? was it was he was he trying to say that the costs had exceeded the income? And uh,
2: no, his his story just changed with, oh, okay. with the win. So right. like, <laughs> it would one day it would be something, and then the next day it would be gotcha. something different. Couldn't um, keep his lies straight. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So, um, and so once we found that it was over a certain amount, we were like, okay, we need to actually do court proceedings for this. Mm. And um, we never actually expected it to go to court, and um, and um, I think everyone was really surprised when it when it finally got there, because we we would give them offer after offer of of like, look, it's it's three hundred grand, but if you pay us, a hundred and and seventy or something like that, that'll be fine. We yeah, won't go to court. We'll, we'll write deal, off yeah. the rest of it. Yeah, uh, we just don't want to have to go through court. And he just declined offer after offer. Was there wow. mediation at all? Or? No, 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 and and he only. Um, I mean, yeah, you can't really mediate with Matt. He's not right someone who accepts any other's viewpoint. So right, it's, it's amazing okay. that
1: he couldn't. I mean, he must have been really cocky about. He must have really believed that he'd be able to talk himself out of it. I mean, otherwise, surely he'll he'll understand that he's annihilated himself in the industry now.
2: Yeah, I think he I think he genuinely believes and still believes that he's in the right. Yeah, um, and he's not accepting the judgment. He doesn't believe that, but he's he's, not not going to challenge it it, though. He's he's not going to challenge it. (laughs) Yeah, Um, yeah, it's 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 quite it's quite interesting with him. I think he's kind of believes his own lies in a way it's it's kind of scary isn't it It, That kind of delusion yeah Yeah. it it is it is and it's 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 particularly crazy because you can't reason with
0: Mm. with that kind of um Mm. person yeah Mm. um yeah it's now the judge said something i read the ruling up to about page 15 of 60 wow uh, before i fell asleep last night (laughs) (laughs) um i found it fascinating it was Mm. the, the way that the judge broke it down you know in Bullet po- well, points, each of them had a number, and um, you know, just stripped away all the evidence that he yeah. was giving. As you know, don't believe this, sorry, this is not true, uh, it doesn't pan out, whatever. But um, there were parts in the judgment where they, I think the judge said something like, you could put some of this, it would be generous to put some of this down to uh, incompetence. Yeah, <laughs> that's generous. Yeah, but um, the certain thing about the rap fund, which we can get to. um, that's just outright, you know, blatant yeah. fraud. Yeah, it um, is. I think that was. I think that's a fair term to describe yeah. it. Um, I don't think that's what the judge necessarily no. used, but that's you know dishonesty was it the is, word. Yeah. Um, so it's some of it you can put down to not knowing what you're doing. Um, yeah. But you would hope if you're paying someone twenty percent of of everything, that they would know what they're doing. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, there are. That's other, what you hire them for, right? That's what you hire that's them exactly. for. Yeah. yeah. So then the dishonesty factor comes into it quite clearly. Um yeah it's uh, I'm boggled by some of the things that he's done. Um, yeah. And how how betrayed you must feel.
2: <laughs> yeah, it was it was um the that, that feeling of betrayal was um was worse when we found out how long it had been going on for. Right. I think um I think the m- probably my lowest point was when I found out um that he'd been doing it right from the very start when we were earning not that much and going on tour but struggling to go on tour right. there, was this, there was this part where there was this one time where we um, we were waiting for some money to come in and um and we had flights and accommodation and stuff like that to book for a for a sweet overseas tour that we'd just got and we had like nothing in our bank account and we were just struggling mm. and um and we were like matt when's this money gonna come through it was it was from our record label and um and we were like when's it coming through we need we've got bills to pay we've got for start of we've got rent for our house but and we've also got all these um flights and accommodation and and tour costs to pay as well yeah you gotta pay the band as well Yeah, yeah yeah gotta pay the band and we were like when when is it coming in we're like we're like right up to the line and Matt was like sorry guys Warner aren't gonna send it through until you've done this or like he's like it's not come through yet they're not sure about it and that kind of thing and um and we later found out that they'd paid it in quite like quite a bit before, and he was just lying to us and telling us that. And that, that and that was a point where we were just so like struggling and so desperate for it, yeah. And he was just lying to our face,
0: yeah. Was that the outward sound payments? Or? That was it was a tour
2: support money for um for from Warner to us, to, right? To go and yeah. and we were like just relying on it, and and
1: it had been paid to Matt,
2: and he had just kept it and never.
1: So it might, it might be stating in the obvious, but it's something that just enrages me about the fact that it's already so fucking hard to be a musician, Yeah, you know, and that's then the these kind of people come in and just make it that much harder. You yeah. Know?
2: That's, that's the thing is like, it's, it's actually incredibly hard to be a musician yeah. and to make, to make money off it and right. to make a living and to go on tour. Tours are so expensive. Mm. That's right. And you, you just, you live this life of, of uncertainty and yeah. you just like constantly aware that, that. Um, that your money in your bank account could could go like straight away and mm. and not be refilled. Yeah, and um and as well as your career and that's, and that's might, yeah you know. that, totally and yeah. that's and that's at the best of times and so yeah, exactly. when someone's actively working against you mm. who you've trusted and hired to work in your best interest man that was I th- I don't think I've been angry before like I'd been angry at that yeah mm. yeah mm. it must have felt like
1: someone had invaded your whole being yeah yeah it was you know it was
2: very much like i would have made like, you feel sick like someone that you just placed the utmost trust in
1: yeah has
0: just like totally betrayed. literally like literally like taking food off your table yeah isn't it really yeah. and i guess totally. the
1: other i guess the other thing also is we're talking about music which is something that we all start out loving and being passionate about yeah what you know and often and you know music is the thing that we use to survive other shit in our lives yeah and now the thing that we rely on is become a painful thing you know a painful subject yeah yeah so that was tough (laughs) (laughs) yeah i think that may be why some artists go through something like this and stop writing for a while Mm. they have to get away from it
0: yeah potentially yeah Mm. how
1: do you um
0: do it now how do you face the music industry and go this is still something i love to do this is still something i'm passionate about doing i'm continuing to do it after something like that has happened to you
2: um yeah i don't know i guess i guess music's just something that i've always done i've i don't have any other like skills and i don't have like (laughs) any other jobs waiting for me
1: so i just continue to do music so you were able to not lose your passion for music then Um, for a while
2: yeah i mean i feel like i feel like i need to as a refresher you know like Mm. like at the moment um i'm going through a bit of a refresher i feel like i need to do that after each album right um and at the moment, I'm, I'm, like, writing with other people, recording other people, mixing their projects great. and stuff like that. And that's kind of a way to stay creative mm. and excited about music. Excellent. But not be so crazy focused on my own stuff.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And let's be clear, not, not all managers out there are uh, dodgy like this. There no, are some that's great right. managers out there. Yeah. Um, but that said, there have been so many of these stories around that you just sometimes you think it's a bit of a cliché. But not many people get to hear it, certainly not in the way that it's been you know put out there this week with the herald and and stuff and all those other um, people who are in probably this podcast mm. that um, it doesn 't get talked about that much I think but, that's a great
1: point because when this story came out, the thing that crossed my mind well i wasn 't shocked that it happened i was I was really surprised and really glad that you 've stood up for yourself and that it 's actually come out yeah, yeah, because um, it usually just happens and quietly gets put away doesn't it
2: yeah i guess yeah and and we were we were actually really um torn because i didn't want to be the person that um that was like hey everyone look at me i got ripped off like like let's talk about it kind Mm. of thing um (laughs) because i don't know maybe it's a new zealander in me but I'm i just kind of like want to get on with 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 what i do and i don't want to draw attention to myself for that reason Mm. um Mm and what happened was um everybody kind of, a lot of journalists had found out about it and um and we were like let's not go to them let's not go to them and talk about it let's just see if they come to us okay and yeah. if something happens then then so be it you know like we'll we'll talk about it and we'll we'll be fine with it um and so we didn't actually really like seek it out mm. um but yeah and at the same time um, the other thing that we were that we uh, were thinking about was that um, um, we had a phone call from Matt um, before the judgment uh, yeah. sorry before we went to court and he and he said, hey I've got no money um, you've done a right out of this I've done a right out of this oh, um, no. if you if you go to court how about um, how about... Like we just call it even because if we go to court, you're going to, um, you're going to spend a whole bunch of money and not get any of it back. Um, and we've all done pretty good out of this. So how about we just call it even? What a fucking creep. And so after that, <laughs> I was so mad. Yeah. And, um, and, and me and Sharana talked about it for a little bit and we were like, he's probably, he's probably actually right. He's probably got no money, but we were like, we still need to
0: go through with, through mm. with it for the other artists that he's screwed over. Yeah, exactly. And, um, exactly. It's, cause it's not, just I'd, I'd have to drop in there and say allegedly, cause there's nothing's been proven about screwing over other, other artists though. Right. <laughs> mm-hmm. it, it's, I mean, you've got anecdotal, he's got another, he's got another court case against
2: him from another artist. Right. Okay. Um, and I know, Oh yeah. All right. So let's say allegedly, allegedly yeah. but, 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 yeah. In all honesty, <laughs> yeah. it's, it's not just me. Yeah, of course, um, of course not. Yeah, because we've all talked about. I just this. don't want to get There's, sued. there's a, there's a oh, true. There's a little. There's a little Matt Common support group, eh? For, right. for all our like all the artists that, that have been with him. We were you all you can tell like, us off here, and we'll maybe interview them <laughs> yeah, anonymously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, so so we were like, it's it's so much bigger than us, yeah. And and that's that's the real reason we went to to court for him, mm. right? Um, we didn't go to out him in the media and be Mm. like this guy's a crook everyone look at him yeah we went because um because we've got friends and and it's it's bigger than just us and Mm. it's bigger
1: than him as well i mean there are a lot of there are a lot of dicks out there yeah managers i mean that's what i'm i'm really um grateful to you because i think of all of the musicians up and coming and and you Mm. know established as well who are gonna really get a lot out of this i mean you know, yeah. I think it's fantastic that you've done this. Oh, thank you, thank yeah. you. Yeah,
2: yeah, and it was, it was, it was um, a really hard decision to make because it's, it just cost us so much money. But right, um, but yeah, it just felt like the right decision to do. Mm. But and and not not at all because we wanted to like out him in the media. No, but mm. that just kind of happened and. And now we're rolling with it. <laughs> and his yeah.
0: company was liquidated in November, but the judgment wasn't against the company; it was against him personally, wasn't it?
2: Um, I think the
0: judgment's against him personally
2: and against his his company. Right. I'm not sure that it was clear in the in the um, in the court um, right the, the thing. Yeah. So but you're um, under
1: the impression that you're not actually going to see any money? Is that
2: yeah, we're not we're not particularly sure if we are going to see any money. Yeah. Um, and we were actually supposed to liquidate his company ourselves, mm-hmm. but he bid us to it. So what happens is oh. if you're, if you, as if you do it, you're first in line, right? And, I, and he he managed to just beat us to it, and so, um, I, I guess it's a, I don't know what his reasons were, but um, but now the I R D and A C C will be first in line, and we'll be, we'll be whatever.
1: I mean, if a if a judge has, you know, come to this decision, I mean what. There must be some sort of mechanism in place to help you try and get paid, right?
2: Yeah, that's right. So, um, and so we're we'll, um, we're currently in that process, right? Yeah, okay. I yeah. suppose
1: it's only been a week. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. it's um. Oh, the court yeah, case yeah. was in few, August, wasn't it? But oh, was it, was
2: it oh, really? I thought but uh, it was but the judgment t- came it, down this week. Yeah, 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 it, t- yeah. it took oh, okay, it took yeah. a, it took a few months to, for it to come through. Gotcha. So, so we've had judgment for about maybe three weeks now. Okay. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it's just it's a slow process. Yep. We're not expecting to get anything back but we are hoping to get our court costs covered right but yeah yeah which well, must
1: be, be, be pretty big right huge yeah. over 100 grand, wow. 100 grand yeah Shit. yeah huge that'd yeah. be the minimum you'd want to at least get back huh yeah is totally. that is that supposedly included in the 300 and no seven, that's on top that's on that, top that, okay. that, but
2: um we you actually can't get 100 percent of your court costs back you can get we're applying for 75 percent
1: wow that's oh, amazing
2: okay. yeah
0: yeah, I, I just recently had some dealings with a lawyer over buying a house, and they were like, and there was something we didn't agree with, um, and he said, "Well, you know, you can have as much justice as you can afford." Basically, <laughs> <That's> so. <weird. laughs> and the other
2: thing that is that is that made it even scarier was Matt had counterclaims against us. Mm. So if we lost against Matt and he won against us, we would have to pay his court costs. <laughs> right. So so not only would we be like. 300 and oh actually it would be like 400 and something grand out of pocket but we'd have to pay his right. his costs as well Would so. and that,
1: his cost would be about the same again would it uh Another no hundred no
2: no no nah, nah, not the same but, buts, yeah. but which would
0: have no. but still, made it yeah. a lot more risky yeah. <laughs> even more risky to yeah that's right and yeah. that's
2: why that that honestly that week was just the most stressful week ever like oh, yeah. you couldn't imagine how like just just everything on the line like yeah um, yeah it's crazy <laughs> what, what, what what was yeah. it Never like, go to court what, what, yeah. yeah
1: what was it like when they um read out the the, the you know the result
2: oh the, f- the funny thing is, is this is what most people don't like i didn't realize this and, and and everybody i've talked to hasn't realized is that the verdict just comes through in an email <laughs> <laughs> so we right. were we were just like me and Sharon were just hanging out at home um with her brother and we were just like eating lunch or something, and then I get a text through from my lawyer and he was like good news in your inbox and instantly our hearts just stopped and we were like
0: oh here it comes
2: and I load up my my email and there's nothing there and then I'm like I'm like like, refresh nothing there refresh 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 refresh, (laughs) (laughs) and then five minutes later it finally comes through five minutes later pacing the 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 universe is just torturing you yeah (laughs)
1: Uh, oh, I was hoping there was going to be like a Boston Legal moment, you know, like some, some nah. great speech by I, James, I James to, Spader was your lawyer, right? Yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I wanted the judge. I wanted her to, to, to bang her like yeah yeah, 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 I wanted that. <laughs> <laughs> At least a yeah. gif, like an the, animated gif of you, that. You or you've
1: paid a hundred. <laughs> you paid a hundred grand for it. You know, you want you want the experience, <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, totally yeah. An animated gif in your email. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's excellent. <laughs> and
0: so what what is what was that feeling like? That when when you read it through because it's quite a, it's quite involved yeah uh, like I said before it's 60 pages yeah but what was that feeling when you suddenly realised shit we've, we've we've got him
2: yeah such a good feeling yeah it? like such a such a great great feeling I mean we 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 left the courtroom at the end of the week knowing that we had it all in the bag anyway right um, and uh, and so we kind of knew what it, what it was like you can tell by the judges questions throughout the week what, what her
0: how her brain was working right um Very methodical, I must say, reading through it point by point, as I say, and stripping it all back. So much respect for for
2: her, right? She's just like so smart, really, really smart. The fact that she, she basically learnt the music industry... In in the course of a week,
1: I was just going to ask that because it's a, such a bizarre industry. Yeah, I mean, did you have a yeah. music music lawyer or just a,
2: a no re- regular lawyer? That's if, the other thing. That makes is, sense. Is we had we had a, we had music lawyers putting mm-hmm. putting it together for us and then giving it to our court lawyer. Yeah, um, and and he learnt it all as well, right? And put it all together. And they have these giant bundles and and. Um, Man, they're just so smart. I was just next say, level smart.
0: Yeah. I was going to say that your, your lawyer who represented you in court is probably mm. going to get a lot of phone calls from musicians going, hey, uh, you know. Yeah, yeah when listening. they find out how much she costs, they'll probably not. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he'll do some pro bono. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah.
2: But um, the, the judge, she was actually quite impartial. So she was very, very respectful to Matt. Mm. Even, even as it got through the week, mm. um, halfway through the week, it just became so clear that he was he was like really a crook and yeah. and and it was all there to see and you could tell the judge what she was thinking by the questions she was asking but she still like just had so much respect for all the people in the courtroom mm-hmm. e- even though she was dealing with someone that you could tell she just had absolute disdain for and, yeah. and like yeah. you know um or you know disdain for what he's done Mm-hmm. Yeah, but she still treated him really well which we were just like wow she is incredible total pro right? yeah. and and like, that's, like that's why she's a, a judge i guess yeah yeah, yeah. she is yeah she's awesome
0: man i like i can't even imagine what you've gone through and how much stress that's that's been for you guys you and your wife because you're a team you're in it together yeah and what effect that might have on you going forward in your music and your music career rather And i hope that it's you know from here it's only up you know there's not too much more that and yeah. as you say there's probably more in line for matt and um there's some other people out there who are looking to knock on the door
2: yeah i think it's actually it's actually been really good because it's uh it's open. it's an opportunity for a giant shakedown in the music industry That's right. exactly yeah. yeah and i think um i think there's a lot of people that can really kind of um uh like take away from this you know like um even just down to the way recorded music operates, like he, sure. he he um he managed to just um say that he owned our music mm. and yeah let's and unravel they, that a little bit because I have okay. some concerns about that too yeah yeah because they because he kind of just went to them and said yeah I own it it's all mine mm. um and I'll I'll collect Dave's artist share as well <laughs> and and I'll take that too and they were like. Cool. <laughs> yeah. Thumbs up. Sweet. <laughs> just give me a and, bank account. And and, and they oh, And sure they'll give you my personal one. Yeah. Like, <laughs> right. I feel I feel like at the very least they could have just gone to the individual artists and been like, Hey, is this cool? Yeah. Mm. Um and and if they want to be really tight they they should be like, Sweet, show us the contract that says you own the own this music. Right. Mm. Um because you literally can, if you're a manager, just go to them and say, Hey, I own this give it to me and, yes. and yeah. they, they won't they won't go to the artist and ask them um and that's that's but, a huge but, but thing why? and i expect why is they'll that? be changing that also yeah, yeah and yeah, they very true. well should as yeah. well yeah
0: and it's not like you it's not your job as an artist to know all of these different funds and pools of money because this right. is the rap fund we're talking about yeah. isn't it so yeah. the rap fund is a fund as i understand it not called the rap fund anymore
1: though it's not is called it? that Oh, I don't know. Uh, it's called unrecorded. Uh, it's called recorded. Yeah, uh, yeah. Oh, right. But it recorded was it traditionally. It used to be. Ra- yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 Up
2: until like recently, I think. Right. Okay.
0: But it might still be. So, um, I, I don't know, I haven't had a payment yeah. from them for ages. But, um, but I, think, I think Matt Coleman got you right <laughs> But you're absolutely right that that they only wanted one point of contact. They didn't want to have to divvy it out amongst, amongst mm. other people. So for us, they only wanted one point of contact with the band, and that would all be deposited into one person's account, and then that person would have to divvy it up amongst okay. the others. It's not your traditional sort of... It's not APRA. it's not APRA or Mcos royalties. Yeah, it's as I understand it for royalties from radio play and record sales uh, for those artists who haven't got a share in the necessarily got a share in the raw, um, royalties of the songwriting. It's the recording, yeah, of it, right? Yeah, yeah so the people it. who have played on the album as musicians mm. who might not have a say over the actual publishing side of things or 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 a share in that. Oftentimes, they're one and the same. So there's a 50% share that's supposed to go to the label who owns... Now, I think, is it because they own the label owns or manages the rights of the master recording, and then the artists who played on that ma- that recording is the other 50%? Yeah. Is that right? That's right. Does that, right, that sound yeah, right? Yeah. So in your instance, Matt, uh, Matt, not let the people speak, Matt, let's be clear about that, yep. has gone to them and said... Um, yeah, I own the rights to the music, and like you said, take your share of it as well. That's right. And yeah. you didn't know about that rap fund at all. No, you didn't know it existed. No, not many bands do. No, no, not isn't many that, artists do. You don't know, but that's you make a great point that they should tighten up their yeah systems, Totally, totally. It's loose you know? as it's yeah. loose.
2: It's crazy.
0: It's because it you are talking tens of thousands of dollars. Yeah, sitting yeah, around. That's there. right.
2: And not, and not only us as well. Like we know that we know that um, the other. Um, artists on Matt's roster has has had um, all their all their recorded music money you've sent to Matt as well mm. without, their, without their knowledge. So yeah, oh my goodness, it is it is. A, I mean, I expect that's what I was saying. Like now, this is just one giant opportunity for everyone to 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 sort of you know clean themselves up a little bit and and like click
1: like yeah. Well, yeah. one of the big changes I think, in my opinion, is that. Um, with the industry, when it, the old industry, mm. um, these companies were able to offer serious exposure and distribution and access to radio and all of these things that are now not really there anymore. That's right. You know what I mean? So, yeah. so it, we can actually be independent and end up no worse off, to a point. To a point. Yeah. To a point. So, I mean, I think it's um, the positive outcome is that we're going to collectively start challenging these things more and more.
2: Yeah. From my
1: perspective,
2: um, there's yeah. So I, I still feel like I need a manager. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a huge amount. Like now I'm I'm with I'm with um, Chug Entertainment in Australia. Yep, and they have a team of people, and it is I gotta say it is luxurious. <laughs> it is like incredible. They're 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 like organizational ninjas. Right. And um and the stuff that we can accomplish with a team of people is. Is like so much far above what you can accomplish just by yourself yeah and as a musician i spend all my time that's what you want thinking about music and and writing music and yeah exactly what i want is is someone to handle all the logistics all the nitty-gritty like replies to emails and all that kind of stuff i think it's
1: safe to say that the majority of artists out there aren't fortunate enough to to be on the radar for a company like chug
2: oh that's true um, yeah. And and that's that's where the internet is so amazing is as right. you can actually just put your stuff up on exactly. and and yeah. like I mean now like f- for music you just try and conquer the internet before you try and conquer anything else mm. mm-hmm. and um and. And you don't actually really need a manager for that. Well, that's though. sort of
1: what I'm getting at because we're all brought up to believe that you're supposed to want the deal. Mm-hmm. You know, you you, you, yeah. you pursue, and you don't even know why exactly. I think half the people out there don't even know what a record contract is. I know, you know. I, and the funny
2: thing is, is that the is that everything's all changed, and the kids are really savvy with the internet now. Right. But for some reason, they still are chasing that record deal. Yeah, and I have no idea why.
0: I don't it's a, it's totally understand it either totally, It's a badge of honour Yeah That's probably You what know it is. In, in my career going up I was lucky enough To have two record deals Yeah And that very first one You're so proud of it It's like Oh I got a record deal Yeah And then you sit back And wait for the million dollar Checks to roll in Yeah That never <laughs> come Yeah You know Um, So I guess in a way That's you can go, yeah, you can tell your family, your friends, I've got a record deal. I think that might be Other it. than yeah. going, oh, we're released on iTunes. Oh, that's so professional. Good on you. Everyone's <laughs> yeah. released on fucking <laughs> iTunes. Condescending.
1: The, yeah. The, the, the
2: greater, the, the, um, the reason that you would have a record deal and, and, and managers and, and booking agents and stuff like that, the reason that you would have those is is to get the extra level of exposure. So you can you can yep. put yourself on the internet and stuff. Yep. Um, and yeah, sure, I don't actually need a record label and, and um, to be able to put my stuff on the internet and spread it around the world. Mm. But what I actually need them for is great touring opportunities um, yep. and great like exposures with uh, they, they just help with getting on um, on New Zealand radio and stuff like that. So it actually is still like a huge help but, um, but you don't need to chase it.
1: I think the best thing is to let them chase you. Mm. Yeah. Very really good point. Yeah. And we are talking on a, I was going to say a previous episode, but I think we are talking on an episode that's coming out next week oh, cool. <laughs> <laughs> um, about how the, the, uh, amount, the music that goes to radio now is so much narrower than it used to be. Yep. And so for so many artists out there, it, it's sort of redundant to pursue those deals. I mean, mm. you're in that small percent, I guess, of, of the music that actually is on the radio. Um, but, like, if you're, if you're a jazz artist or, you know, if, oh, yeah. something like that, I mean, you're not going to end up on the edge. No. You know, so. <laughs> but the point is is that it's not an automatic pursuit anymore. It's like, you know, it's not, it's not just an automatic ambition. That's right. It's, it, it's got to make sense. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm getting from you. Yeah.
0: And the, the record labels used to also help you get into retail when, when things were sold in a physical form as yeah. well, right? Yeah. And then for, for that, they generally would ask for 20%. or No, sorry, 80% of of everything you know oh, wow. so, yeah. um and you would get 20% but then you would only get 20% after you've paid back for the recording oh, costs if you've and, uh, yeah which is crazy so you know rubbish. and um so uh, i would encourage people and i have oh, i think we've talked about it on the show before about uh, i know that record sales are non-existent anymore in physical form yeah but uh, just i guess this is a, a warning for everybody your your case and obviously these other ones that are probably coming through the pipeline just for those artists out there to make sure they know where their money's going where it's coming from you don't have to be the one to fill in the tax returns or um, send out the invoices but you should know how much you're getting paid for a gig and you should know how much you're paying out to whomever um, is giving you services and where your royalties where all of your income streams are coming from it is it is really it's,
2: hard though yeah. as an as an artist to to be that person though like it's, it's actually incredibly hard to like stay on top of everything and um and i just know that a lot of artists like i shy away from talking about money all the time mm-hmm. and if there's a chance to talk about money or not talk about money i know what i'll take <laughs> that's definitely
1: part of our culture too. yeah it, it is yeah, yeah that's yeah, true yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. It could be but musicians are—I um, know, I know what you mean. It's definitely a musician thing as well. Yeah. Um, do you think that's just a cyclical kind of cultural thing within our industry? It's just—it's just not cool. I—I
2: I have no idea. I have no idea what it is. Mm. Um, I mean, we all appreciate getting paid, but um, I just—I'd love to know. There's probably some psychologist out there who studied it, but yeah, like I, I feel like everyone who's in the arts, mm. um, whether it's a painter or a sculptor we're all terrible <coughs> with money we all suck it's yeah. chasing oh, up things. Are, this is commerce I thing, was just going to say that yeah it might be
0: yeah, people don't want to, it's like being told you're selling out because you give a shit about money or right. you you mm. sign a sync deal for TV too. Um, you, you know, have you had that? Have you had people saying you sold out? And no, not no? really. No, there was one Jono and Ben skit where they where they made fun of
2: me for selling out and I, and I took it to heart, but I've forgiven them now. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we might have to. Right, it was it was tongue in cheek. They didn't mean it. But <laughs> right. Yeah. I think it just rhymed with something in their song <laughs> that they were doing at the same. Right. But um, but uh, but that was the only time anyone's
0: ever said it. And uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But it's still hurt even yeah. though i knew it was just a joke yeah, yeah. <laughs> but but i think that, that that whole viewpoint is irrelevant you know um the people have to get paid for what they do yeah. more and more these days it's probably more and more important yeah i, I think yeah, i totally. think it
1: happened i don't know if it's happened to to you but it's happened to i think most of us at some point as someone sort of said oh you're in it for the wrong reasons or Ooh, you're, really? why why are you talking about money and I've, i mean it's always infuriated me you know I feel like, why I feel should like, everyone get paid except for us i feel like that's that's maybe
2: a uh, like Like it's a lot different now. Like I I feel like my my um, the musicians sort of that are like a little bit younger than me Mm. are pretty open to their stuff going on ads and stuff like that because I think it's pretty um, standard now for everyone to understand that you actually don't make money touring. You don't. Mm. You don't make money playing shows. Right. You don't make money selling CDs. You certainly don't make money off streaming or YouTube. That's right. And um and so what's left? Yeah. Publishing. Advertising and and so merchandise um, merch sales no not 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 even really really. um and so like i think for younger musicians coming up they're pretty aware that the only aspect of music that the industry that makes money is is publishing Mm. so you might find that with some of the older cats um where they think that there's still money to be made in touring and stuff but a lot of the kids now are like yeah i'll put it on an ad like the, if it's the I, only I, yeah. way I'm going to make money, so yeah.
1: I think you're right. I mean, I've noticed a lot of the guys who are the musicians who are um, late teens, early twenties. I mean, they've they've only been in the industry since all this changed. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. I've noticed there's a difference in yeah. their attitude, and it's not a bad thing. Yeah, totally. You know? And
0: I guess though, if they're going to go sign one of those elusive contracts that we were talking about earlier, yeah, they're going to have to be prepared to sign some of that publishing away as well, yeah, because the record companies have recognised publishing is where the, they've always known that yeah. mm. but now in order for you to get a deal you're gonna to have to give me 50% of your publishing which is just 360 un-fucking-heard right, yeah. before you know and it's yeah unbelievable everyone's trying to clip their ticket and then on top of that if you have got people who are dishonest with your money um you're screwed seven US, ways from yeah. sunday <laughs> that's right yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah yeah
1: and some of the deals also include really strange little policies as well was it you that was telling me about the um the policy that dates back to breakages or something but it carried over to digital yeah and that actually would i wonder
0: actually if that's that's in being put back into deals when vinyls now that vinyl's becoming more popular again because that's where it originated yeah was that shipping vinyl out to from warehouses to stores Mm. um a number of them because they're quite fragile would show up broken yeah so there would that means that stock has to be biffed Mm -hmm. biffed out And so that's called breakage. And every artist in their record contract had a a percentage that would go towards breakage cost of inevitably losing, you know, some cost to that. But when vinyl went by the wayside and, and then you had, you know, CDs it happened less and less often. Maybe you might break a case or here and there. I only know this because I used to manage a music warehouse. So these sorts of things, but the breakage clause stayed in those contracts and all those little things that record companies would put in there and leave in there, see if the artist notices this. Um in itself is probably a form of dishonesty. Yeah. If, if, if and you're then gonna it, be honest. It carried into digital when there was no hard copies. Right? And then other yeah, <laughs> it carried into and these yeah. little things carried into digital after there was interesting. no yeah. hard copies, but it also interesting. Wow. It's because bands didn't know about it and, and that's why you need good management and representation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hmm. And um yeah. yeah. I always say like the,
2: the like you know, that that's that's your lawyer, like your music lawyer, should be looking over things like that. Yeah. And I always say that lawyers are, like, the one thing that you do not want to scrimp on. Like, yep. and you to right. pay the best. Yeah, and accountants. Yeah. And a, yeah. so, so you that's had right. Linda Parsons look over some yeah. of the stuff. and, man, she is incredible Absolutely. as well. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, we had, we honestly, we had the dream team on this day. Eh? Yeah. Um, and she she picked up a lot of things. And she right. stood her ground really well to, Matt, Matt hired some bullying accountant from a major, like, accounting firm downtown. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and he just tried to bully our, Bully Linda and her and, oh, her, she's and not her girls budge. around, eh? Man, it's
1: so yeah. She wouldn't take it. Yeah, of course. <laughs> well, yeah. I was meaning to ask before: what was Matt's background? What did he do before musical? Um
2: it? so he um, he came up through, I think Sony Records, uh, yeah. So he oh, he came up okay. through Sony and then changed to. I think he worked in Warner in New Zealand, oh. and then um, and then he left to do um, to do music management. Right. But he's also done various other things. So he, he was involved with text tunes. I don't know if you remember text tunes from years ago. No. Um, and, and another text, a text startup in the States where, um, people could tweet in or text in to a thing and they would, on NBA games, that would scroll along the bottom of the screen. Like people who would, who would like, um, Shout out to my girl, like whatever, and it would, oh, it would right. scroll along the screen of yep. the NBA game. Mm-hmm. So he 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 was involved with that technology as well. So but he, he a bit s- of a business sold in- that though, didn't he? He and did sell that. it's yeah. not
0: like you can go after that company for the money that you're owed. No,
2: no, no he sold it, um, and yeah, he so and now he's in VR. Yeah, um, but yeah, someone actually hacked his his um, his. Um, magnifyworld.com I heard about this website and yeah. it just goes straight to this spin off article <laughs> oh really which do not do not endorse hacking but that is pretty funny that's pretty funny yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious what's
0: magnifyworld is that the that's VR? his VR company oh right yeah oh shit and whenever they go to visit the site they go to that oh jesus <laughs> <laughs> oh snap and, and has that been changed
2: um I'm not sure we'll what, what, that, has that it been it changed it back it it. To, I'm not
0: I'm not sure Oh my God. I like to think Anonymous is on my side. (laughs) (laughs) Speaking of people on your side, though, do you think it's time for. um, I know that there is some semblance of a musicians, um, you know, um, collective in this country or a union. I've never been a member. I don't really know where they exist. Is there a union? I think they've tacked on the side of some other union that has nothing to do with music, like the Seafarers Union or some shit. I don't know. I made that up. But something not really appropriate. Yep. do you think there's time for a either a musician's forum or a musician's union yeah i would definitely
2: um i mean i like i'm not sure whether union's the right word um, right but I, a I collective. think i think that there that there is definitely an opportunity now to set up um just yeah like a collective or like a a group of musicians who are like hey we're all friends let's help each other out yeah. if anyone's got any anything that they want to ru- run past other other people then right then you know by all means and we've we've helped out um, other friends of ours who have um, sent us through deals that they've been offered and stuff like that and we've um, and we've read through them and, and advised them on things because and, um, we've def- learned a lot through all this right
1: <laughs> there are a lot of groups in the industry that are, you know put together by industry people eh? yep. but there's not that many groups that are just musicians for musicians That's sake That's right. yeah and i mean we were talking about this before you got here i mean there are so many stories of of weird and bad deals and things going That's wrong right. i mean there must be a way of collecting that information and you know artists that have been through the ringer helping other artists yep. out and stuff yeah there's got to be yeah and mm. and i think that um
2: i think that now is is like probably a really good time and I've, i know that that i've been talking to other people about it um, but all it all it takes is, I guess, one person to to kind of spearhead it, or a group of people to spearhead it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we've been. So I've been um, hiring a, um, a, um, a writing space at um at downstairs at uh, Smoke Studios, which is Parachute's kind of headquarters. Oh yeah. Yeah. oh yeah. And um and so there's me, um and Benny Tippini, We share a room, and then uh, Joe Farris, who is Ezra Vine, Mm-hmm. Um, who also got screwed over
0: by Matt. Yep. And um and Should we say allegedly there, or is this something that's well known? Uh, I don't know. Up to you. Let's let's Your say let's,
2: let's say allegedly but he does have a court case against him. Okay. Um <laughs> that which probably will be dropped now, I think. Um, given that Matt will be like I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. There's yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, not too
0: much you could defend there, probably. No, um, who knows? But, uh, I, I, but anyway, okay. yeah.
2: So so that so that's
1: already starting to become a bit of a community hub, right?
2: Type, right. Type place, which is really cool. Um,
1: just, is it, if I, Am I the first one that's just realised the irony of a company called Let the People Speak? Uh, yeah, and and, uh, no, no, and no, no, I, I put, put it up on Facebook the other day. <laughs> oh, did you? The, the people have well and truly
0: spoken. Ah, yeah. oh, Goff, 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 did that post as well. Yeah, he stole it off me. <laughs> oh, did? I'm sure he did. And then because uh, it was four hours later, oh, and man. um, that's, and that's and the rain put indeed. And actually the word indeed Was in my post Four hours earlier But anyway That's fine They, they can have that They can yeah. claim that it's there You were the first But I've got the time stamped evidence <laughs> Screenshot that Yeah I'm going to yeah, yeah. Gavin It's on Gavin Downey So you know Gav, You must know Gav um, He's been on this episode Oh before, yeah, yeah, a yeah, few yeah. And okay, very strangely yeah, He, ju- he yes. just emailed me yeah. Right Right. right really? just, just before you said that oh, ironically yeah, Weird But um, he he was a, a great he, he on the day he, He's got all of these with the friends In the music industry yeah. um he started posting after post after post after post he's very passionate about it um, oh, really? about not being screwed up. I don't know if he's been screwed over by Matt or, yeah. or that company before but he was like fuck this scumbag you know yeah. these are yeah. his words um, <laughs> that you know you can't do this to people because we've talked to, to Gavin about how hard it is for even the other guys in yeah. the industry the techs and yeah. to make a living and for him to screw over you know artists like this it's just unconscionable yeah. yeah totally yeah. oh well that's great to hear there's a collective there's a a, you know a movement maybe gaining some pace there because I think this is the first one I've heard of this first court case of this kind certainly in my generation maybe it is the start of something who knows I don't know the um, the justice. Could there be system. an avalanche, so to speak, of um, court cases coming after this? I don't. Ex- I don't expect Dad it. Dad, yeah. shut up. <laughs> get fucked. Should I be responding to this, or, or were you only saying it
2: just to get that joke out? No. Both practicing that. Both of you yeah. get fucked. <laughs> yeah. um, I, the, the court process is so long yeah. and so expensive that that there's not many people who. Perhaps should even go through it, right? Um, unless there's serious money involved. Mm-hmm. Um, but we to give you to give you an, um, like an overview. We ended um, management with Matt three and a half years ago, right? Um, and we've been doing it pretty much ever since, wow. auditing him and and collecting uh, evidence. Yes. Um, and then we got our court date a full year before we could get into court. So, Jeez. so, so we, so we, so it's like, I think August or something like that or September, um, in 2015, we applied for, for a court date. And then they gave it to us a year later,
1: in August, 2016. So, so this is not just a matter of winning the case, but this is at the end of a very stressful and long trip yeah, for you. Yeah, that's right. Really, really long journey. Yeah, and um, and and it shouldn't really
2: be undertaken like mm. without knowing that it's going to take a really, really long time. Mm. And the thing that got us about it is that because it took three three years, that's three years Matt had to just spend our money. Right. to mm. get rid of it and to hide it wherever he wanted and to plan basically to liquidate potentially yeah, yeah that's right and yeah. so um, we don't think that he did because we think that he he thought that he had no chance of, of getting taken down anyway we right. thought that he thought he was immune you know um, but if anyone was smarter like they'd they'd have Three years essentially to hide it. That's right. And he and he was able to delay it quite a long time. Yeah. And um and he even tried to right up until the very last second delay the court um uh the court date for right. a, a full another six months on mm. top of the year right. Date. So, so then there's more worse so, costs for you. Yeah, that's right. So he was he was de- and delaying tactics the whole time. Yeah. And um and so that's what we were really fighting against.
1: What did it feel like this week when it all blew up? um pretty bizarre actually
2: because we've kind of we've we've been processing it for a really long time mm. and um and um we've our close friends have known about it and our family's known about it and um and then and then now I feel like we're reprocessing it again but, right. in, but in public mm. um and yeah it's just a it's just a bizarre thing for everyone to know yeah um and it's not something that, that I that we were able to talk about and um because anything that we talked about was, could hurt the case, you know, because yeah. the New Zealand music industry is so small that yeah. we actually, sometimes we, we found one huge damning piece of evidence that we weren't able to tell anyone about. Like, like we, we didn't even really tell close friends about it just right. in case. Um, and that was so, so we've been living under this, this whole thing of, of we can't really talk about it for mm. for three years, you know? And so, um, so, now it's actually like quite bizarre. I mean <laughs> yeah. does it feel like a weight off your shoulders? I mean, it totally does. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Actually I feel like I've been walking a lot lighter this week. Right. Um and the the scariest part is just how finance is getting out there, you know? Mm. Um, like because the the court thing is totally open. Like anyone can go read it, anyone can go read what we were paid for gigs, anyone yep. can go read like how much we earned and stuff like mm. that. Mm um so it's just from that perspective it was really hard Um, and and all mixed emotions before the article came out because we knew it was coming out yeah just huge like this is good that it's coming out because we want people to be able to google matt and find out that he's a crook Mm. before anyone else signs up you know if if you're a young artist you'd google matt and find out what he's been up to um but then at the same time
1: just really hard to have your, all your all your personal stuff, like flayed yeah. out like that's that. That's right. Yeah, mm. yeah, that's yeah. true. Did you get any? Um, I mean, I, I mean, I saw nothing but support yep. on social media. Did you get any criticism? That's um, a great question. Great question.
2: Yeah, not not really. Actually, um, I mean, the odds, the odd like weird comment on the stuff article which which apparently is is part and parcel with stuff articles right but um <laughs> <laughs> but yeah like like no like no one's i mean but you you know like we all know that we live in a bit of a bubble on social media you only have like hear what your friends say so yep. um but yeah there were a couple of people that were like last time i bet i bet last time he trusts a musician and and like um <laughs> What. Rem- Sounds like yeah. It turns out like turns out they're not such a great band after all, like that kind of thing. <laughs> uh, and trolling, I was like, just trolls. Was, and someone yeah. underneath them replied and were like, dude, I think you missed the point of the audio <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I was like, I think they, yeah, I was pretty sure they didn't read it
0: properly. I wonder how many people were sitting there going. $300,000 oh, That's nothing to a millionaire He must be a millionaire by Yeah the that's right That's yeah. right and,
2: and the funny thing The funniest part is Is Matt's Which part. you're not by the way I just no, want to point no. out Most likely The <laughs> funniest thing is Is Matt's comment in there Like um, Like I've done hard work Earning him as millions of dollars Like that kind of thing And I was like Did he say that? Yeah And I was like <laughs> I was like Wait Hold on a second Where's my millions yeah, of yeah. dollars? <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe he said that yeah and and like yeah he totally did he said that in the courtroom as well you know like he got he got handed his his, in his summary statement in the court in the courtroom he's he's ungrateful I handed him his million dollar um, recording career on a silver platter and he's ungrateful for it and man so you wouldn't believe it we we are we you're forced to sit there and listen to them in the courtroom and not say anything you're not even allowed to laugh or like, or scoff, to your, or, or, scoff yeah,
1: yeah. or like whisper to your friend, or whatever. The hardest thing to do when he's saying stuff like that. But this is the thing about bad guys, eh? Like bad guys don't exist like they do on TV. But hang on, that, yeah, that, that know, smacks
0: like, to me of um, delusion on many levels, and I'm sure that's hmm. not a surprise to anyone. That that's this sounds like a very deluded person. But yeah. But also, um, is there some sort of um, I guess jealousy behind that in a way that? I've, you know, or grandi- uh, you know, grandiose kind of um, level of I made you who you are. I deserve to be able to take some of this from you because you wouldn't be anything without me. Or, you know, is there some of that happening? I, I, I have noticed some of that in the music industry as well. Uh, really? I think a little bit. Yeah, I guess I'm not sure. I, I like, I can't really speak to
2: what's going on inside his brain because it's just a mystery. <laughs> but, um, but I think that um, that there must be some of that, you know. Like, you're a manager... And you're earning twenty percent of what your artist is, is earning, yeah. and it must be like I don't know. I guess you because you're expected to have lots of artists. So yeah. you're actually, um, you know, if you've got five artists and you're earning twenty percent, then you're earning the same as any one of those artists. Yeah. But um, it must be there must be something like that. eh? you get you get a you get a thing come in. It's good money, and you you have to pay out eighty percent of of what comes yeah. in. Well, and I bet there must just be so much temptation. Mm, and yeah. if you don't have anyone else in your company, and m- and let the people speak, it's just Matt and his wife, mm, right? And there is no one else in accounts, mm. no no like person sitting at their desk that they that they have to run everything through, right? Um, so there is no one to make them feel ashamed about about yeah what they no one to call bullshit. Doing. So so yeah, yeah, that's right. So. Yeah.
1: Um, so I'm, I imagine the temptation must be quite real, you know. Mm. Mm. And I was going to say before about um, the bad guy thing that they're, you know, in, in, in the real world, bad guys don't believe they're bad guys. You know, that's it. Yeah. They've they've justified it all for yeah. themselves. And in his mind, he probably is right. Yeah, he, that's right. he probably never thought he screwed you because he's convinced himself otherwise. And he still doesn't.
2: No, he still doesn't. Yeah,
1: I mean, you know, he, you can you can tell that he's rejected the judgment,
2: thinks right. she's wrong, um, that kind of thing. He knows better. Yeah. Mm.
0: What piece of advice would you give someone that might be in a similar situation and thinking about either going uh, down the same road you did or people who might get themselves into a
1: situation with a manager that might not be um, above board? Well, I mean, you never know, do you? Because in the, this is the thing, you take Matt Coleman out of the game, there's there's more of them. Yeah. So, and if you're if you are you back in the day or, or us, you don't know mm-hmm. who you're getting involved with. They could be great, they could not be. So That's right, what do yeah. you think would be the advice on how to... Try to on, work that out. I,
2: so, so is your scenario? You haven't got like you haven't you haven't been screwed yet, and might be, or yeah, it? well,
0: um, you, maybe you're suspicious that there's something not quite right going on.
2: Yeah, I don't, I don't actually know what the what the best solution is. I mean, we we did it our way, and we we ended things, and mm. and um, and it was just like a giant fight to get it back. Mm. Um, I guess. What about a written contract? Do you regret not getting that? oh no way that was the that thing that saved, saved me, me, me. Oh, did it yeah, yeah okay. that saved me big time interesting but yeah yeah not having a written contract was right. just the biggest blessing oh ah. um, and
0: um, was that a deliberate act the, the stalling and the not signing it and just putting them off and putting them off it wasn't at first and then
2: it became it became deliberate so right. we um, yeah so yeah at first it was just there were too many things going on too many contracts to negotiate yeah um, and then and then after once we finally got around to the to the management contract we realized that things weren't going right mm. but uh, in terms of advice i don't i don't actually know i mean um the the whole court thing is just so um so costly and so draining mm. um that that should really be a last resort mm. um and yeah i don't know i mean that the the um there should really only be one matt coleman in the world um <laughs> and uh <laughs> you and would hope, but um... i would hope but um <laughs> but like when when he when we gave him his his um the offer for like half paying only paying half mm. he should have really taken and and my like like i would do that again you know and and not have to go through it yep um so i don't know i'm not sure it really comes down to the individual how much they're willing to fight mm-hmm. how much they're willing to just write it off and carry on with their life mm-hmm. um and i know some people in um and Matt's management thing have written off his his what he's taken from them and um and just decided to carry on with music right and not and not get caught up in it because life you can't you can't just you can't just chase after everyone who who kind of does you wrong no um and the only reason we did was because no one else was doing it and because we were the only ones in the position to be able to do it and because it was just so much money. Mm. And we, had, we actually had the money to fight it right. as well. So, so that the, those were our justifications for it. But every case is just totally different.
1: But I think you're right. And I think it's important that you did because you're not just fighting for you. You're fighting for everyone else too. Yeah, that's you know? right. And, and yeah. I think we're more inclined, especially in New Zealand culture, to, to take that attitude of, oh, well, let's just let it go and move on, mm. which probably is very healthy in many ways. Man, at, at many times, so but there many... are times not to take any shit yeah. from anyone.
2: Yeah, and there were loads of times where we were like I wish we weren't we weren't doing this yeah um, yeah. but it was just so much money that, and he was he's just we just couldn't let him get away with it that's right yeah. is
0: there a point you get to a point where we've come so far if we turn back now we lose every chance that's of everything it. we lose all that money mm, yeah and right. so we
2: actually literally got to that point where we were like if we turn back if we stop we've just lost so much money for nothing yeah. mm. and so and so like yeah i guess i guess uh it's like a small part of the reason why we carried on was just that like
0: how much we'd already spent already. Yeah. Mm. but yeah so many things factored into it and it's got to put a lot of strain on your personal relationships your you know you've obviously got great support systems in place yeah but stress like that man yeah stress like that is just crazy i think we um
2: it was just really hard at the, we had i had um gone to the States, done a tour in the States. Oh, sorry, in Canada, done like played a few shows there, done a couple of shows in the States and then come home straight into a, um, into a tour, like a, like a, um, uh, what's that like, like what's that thing that Tony Robbins does? Like motivational speaking? Oh yeah. Like, right, yeah, like yeah, yeah, Motivational speaking tour, like with NYLD for high school and primary school kids. All oh, right, right. Came right. back straight back from that, straight into that tour. And then, and then my New Zealand tour, Avalanche Cities, New Zealand, Nationwide New Zealand tour started in the middle of that. So the two things crossed over. And so I was just... We were absolutely slammed. And then we had the court case going on in the background. Right. And I don't think I've ever felt more drained in my life. So Uh, it was just hugely, hugely taxing. And I think at the end of it, me and Sharana we just like crashed. eh? Yeah. We were like... (laughs) All right. we need a holiday. <laughs> yeah. uh, so
0: um, the N Y L D. Tell a little bit about that motivation. Yeah. What's
2: that about? Oh man, what an awesome tour! Um, yep. So N Y L D. is um, is run by this place called the Parenting Place, right? And they are not non profit organisation, but they just get people who have um, had struggles in their lives and like kind of overcome them or like done something cool, mm-hmm. and they go they they take this this big kind of um, like setup and they go around each town and they mm-hmm. set up in in the um in the town hall or like a, a arena or whatever and all the high schools or primary schools send their kids to that thing so you oh, have cool. a day of, of, of people getting up and and being like like i like i did this with my life and this is how i kind of achieved it and the, these were the things that i really struggled with and this is how i overcame them and this is what you can do to like kind of accomplish your dreams in your life mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. um and it was Think like twelve, like eleven or twelve shows or something like that of of that oh. around the country, and just cool. so awesome. cool. Oh, and yeah. the kids get Chris so much Lamb, out of Sam? It. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Do you know Chris Landy? Yeah, yeah. 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 So he produced it. Oh. And, um, okay. And yeah, we had Billy Graham this year, the, the right. boxing coach. Oh, right. um, and he was <laughs> he was really good. Um. And
0: Goff and Sarah
2: were, were yeah. Goff and Sarah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Production. Yeah. Uh, we had um Briley Mills, who is a one-armed dancer. And she's been, she was the only, she was the only, um, uh, disabled person to be accepted into this prestigious dance school in Australia. Far out. And, um, and she's just incredible. And I talked about how, um, how I taught myself how to sing and, and kind of started from there. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But such a cool, such a cool thing to be involved in. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Really, really good. And
0: what about musically? What are you, what have you got in the plans? Um,
2: at the moment I'm so I, I wrote just been writing with a bunch of people eh uh, been writing
0: with Benny I saw Tiffany, a thing with yeah? Benny on yeah, yeah. Is, it, um, is that a single that he's releasing or are you doing it together uh, he's releasing it's a duet oh no no, no. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> we stare deeply into each other's eyes and <laughs> sing to each other <laughs> a Christmas duet <laughs> <laughs> um,
2: no he's so he's releasing something we we might do something together we, we've been talking about it because he's got the winery tour coming up hasn't he shortly yeah he does yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. um and uh yeah i've just been mixing an album for a friend of mine at the moment uh, some friends of mine and yeah it's just it's actually so what i what i was um thinking about before is now is actually like probably the most exciting time to be a musician right it's actually like okay. just so exciting there's so many different ways that you can release yeah your music now and and um and it's not just all about like you know getting the most downloads on on itunes like you can be a musician and, and only do stuff on yeah, that's right. on YouTube yeah. or you can like amass thousands of followers on soundcloud and yeah that's and right like
0: it's yeah it's actually
1: really really five exciting five million
0: followers on a podcast <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> well, 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 but we've said that a few times
1: before haven't we like that now all bits are off and we can sort of reinvent our own that's careers right, yeah you know, the, whole, the whole machines come down it's,
2: it's actually amazing like there's there's people who do remixes on soundcloud and that's all they do remixes yeah. on soundcloud mm-hmm. and they have millions of followers and people will, will just like desperately try and get them to release to to release a remix of their song, and mm, there's there's just countless ways Pe- like people can do covers on YouTube in That's interesting a big thing like, and interesting ways. Yeah, it's huge. Like I think now is just so exciting. You, you can you can um you can pursue your career in any, any way that you can possibly yeah. think of, and I think it's really cool. And and now like musicians who who uh, have traditionally released their music on cd and and through like record labels and stuff like that are starting to rethink how they can right. how they can do stuff and it's
1: actually just it's really exciting it's kind of liberating really yeah. liberating yeah. yeah yeah and do you have um plans this summer to take some time off and enjoy the you know the new existence without the weight on the shoulders
2: yeah i think um i think yeah it's gonna be it's gonna be a good summer gonna like, sit on the beach somewhere and yeah totally yeah, drink yeah. cocktails yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah totally i think it's gonna be it's gonna be good um And I think before, while this was all happening, a lot of my songs that I'd been writing were like pretty dark, pretty about Matt and and like that Mm. kind of thing. But now, I don't know, I just like feel this strange freedom. And I I think just from having it out there and I feel like I've, I feel like as musicians or as a musician, I tend to process things through my music. Right. Sure. And, um, and... I think now processing this outside of it, I have don't have as much, um, as much a reason to write songs about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Whereas before, I think someone asked me like a month ago, they were like, "Oh, do you think you'll have any songs about about this whole process on your next album?" And I was like, honestly, sometimes I think. That I'll never write another song ever again. That's not about the situation. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's a good point. And that's where I was at like a month ago. <laughs> yeah. 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 But now I'm like, maybe I'm. Maybe it's time to move on. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's a good way to put it when you're stuck in that kind of way of thinking. You all that's all you think about. Yeah, it's As honestly all you can see. Yeah, yeah. you're yeah. all fun. Yeah. So um, w- with this new um, gang of musos that you're getting together with, t- um, with with Benny uh and supporting other artists do you yep. want people to contact you about issues or yeah totally can, where could they get hold of you
2: um I guess like I guess Facebook is is pretty good on I like Avalanche City's Facebook or um or through management as well like they can get get hold of my management and they'll pass it through to me yeah but like yeah we've we've totally looked through the like um like contracts for people and mm-hmm. through deals for people excellent and, and um I'm actually probably not that good at it, but my wife, Sharana, is really good at it, so <laughs> right. I pass them on to her. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, or you can start a consultation company. Yeah, you know, totally, yeah. 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 yeah.
0: But also, I think um, Facebook's a great way for people to get hold of your music, too. Your new, anything new you've got coming out? Or yeah, I guess so, yeah. Keeping yeah. track of what you're doing?
2: Yeah, yeah, Facebook's good, um, and Instagram, um, YouTube is good, mm-hmm. yeah. Like, I think, yeah. I keep, I keep thinking that I should join Snapchat, but then it's just like this other thing that I should... that Another I have to channel like, you have to... Yeah, yeah, totally, yeah.
0: You need a manager to manage that for you. <laughs> uh, <that's, laughs> you can
2: so tell when a manager when a manager posts yeah. for an artist. It's yeah, like yeah, the driest yeah. thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, dad humor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: Anyway. Um, hey, thanks, man. This has been such a great conversation. Cool, and yeah. I reckon uh, you know, when you've got something new coming out we'd love to talk to you again or, oh, or if or there's anything things. you want to talk about yep. if there's another issue that comes up or another court case definitely <laughs> uh, come and see us and oh, we we'll, we'll, <laughs> no <laughs> I, I don't wish that on anyone and good on you for standing up for yourself oh, yeah, yeah, you. I, th- I think you. you've thank done you. a great thing for thanks. our industry thanks yes. um, and I think
1: it's going to Yeah. I think the importance of it's going to reveal itself as time goes on it's definitely shaken the whole thing up I think and so uh, and I think that's a that's a really good thing yeah, yeah. it's a really courageous of you thanks work Yeah. excellent cheers Well, thanks again to Dave Baxter for um, for giving us his time. He's been approached by a lot of people this week, as you can imagine. Oh yeah, and um, we're very, very happy and grateful that you said yes. Yeah, yeah. he made the time um, to sit down with us while he's in Auckland very briefly. So thanks, yeah. Dave. Awesome. And and check out his his, um, his single Inside Out, by the way. Yeah, that wasn't just bullshit.
0: That's no a fucking good song. It's
1: such a good song. Yeah. So um, yep. yeah, and thanks again to Ultimate Ears and Acoustics Hearing Technologies. Um, love your support. Yep, love your work
0: and thank you so much for listening and tuning in um, definitely tune in next week for the double whammy Christmas
1: end of year um, episode it's a great couple of episodes really really interesting and I thoroughly enjoyed recording it awesome alright see you guys soon sure